Hello, you're listening to the Sunnyside Podcast Show. I'm Ron. I'm PJ. I'm Scott. Cue the music. Keep on Sunnyside, always on Sunnyside. Keep on Sunnyside alive. It will help us every day. It'll guide us on the way. If we keep on Sunnyside alive. So this morning, PJ messages us out of the blue and says... Do up a list of films. It wasn't even this morning. It was like fucking four hours ago or something. Yeah. It's right. So as you hear this podcast, it will be the last day in, well, it'll be, what's the 29th of November? Um, something like that. Yeah. Or 27th of November. No, I don't know what date it is. Anyway, it's the start of December next. That's the next thing, right? So okay. it's coming to Christmas. And I thought it would be fun if all three of us compiled a list of films like 10 films, 10 films each that we picked out of the blue that would be the sort of films you'd sit down and watch over December on the okay. run up to Christmas. Now, well, I'm I not re- saying you have to watch these things or that they, I just thought it'd be a fun exercise, but only two of them were allowed to be explicitly Christmas films. Okay. Well, I, I want to hear your list. You want to hear my list? Right. Okay. So I sat down. Now, these are not, these are not going to be, you're going to go, oh, well, of course. And I, I, and I've put them in the order that I think you should watch them. Okay. Okay. Jesus Christ. What? But I, I've, I've reversed the order as I've written it down, so I, <laughs> I, I might confuse myself as I read them out. So, 10, right? Number 10. Lord of the Rings, all three of them. Okay. Uh, that feels like a Christmas. That's a good way well, to start off your Christmas. That would have been on my list too. Yeah, I, I thought there'd be some duplicates on there, right? Number 9, Outland, Outlands, the Sean Connery sci-fi film. Yeah, but does anyone need to watch it? Oh, it's a brilliant film. Have you never oh, seen that? I don't know. Maybe it's a brilliant film. He's on. It's on Iowa, I, Io, and there's a mining thing. It's really great. Okay. It feels Christmas. It feels like late night Christmas watching, right? Um, number eight, Shakespeare in Love. Bit of romance after some scary films. Bit of boobs. Bit of boobs. I thought that'd be good. Um, number seven, Alien. Back to the weird species stuff again. Okay. All right. Uh, number six. Goodfellas. What the fuck is going on? I don't know. I just I just thought I'd let this play out. <laughs> I think these are films that I think these are cool. Like, to me, like, December films should be the cosy kind of long sit down, wrap up warm, watch a good long Look, film. We'll get to the end of this night. I'll tell you what I think has happened, okay? <laughs> what do you think has happened? No, let's just keep going. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, number five, An Affair to Remember. Okay. That's a nice romantic film from you and the lady. Number um, four, Sleepless in Seattle. Good follow-up to if I Affair to Remember. All and right. Because Sleepless in Seattle refers to if I to Remember all the way through. If I remember. If I remember. <laughs> it, it mirrors the plot of it. It does. Right? It does. Um, number three, The Big Lebowski. Okay. Okay. Number two is on my list somewhere. Uh, oh, Crimson Peak. Crimson Peak. <laughs> okay, right. It's a good scary movie. And number one, it's a wonderful life. Okay. Nice. What <laughs> the fuck is that? It's a good list of movies. Half of watch. your list are Valentine's Day movies, half of your list are Halloween, and then the other one is fucking Christmas. That's three halves. So I is there any chance that the first time you saw all these films was at Christmas? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> And that, and that it's created, imprinted on me. You just created an association in your head that Goodfellas makes you feel like, like Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, 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 
That's ridiculous! <laughs> Tommy getting shot in the head. It's not ridiculous. These are good late night films you can sit and watch in the fire Any time of the year. <laughs> Literally any time. <laughs> Except for It's a Wonderful Life. Any time of the year. I like, I like It's a Wonderful Life in the summer. It's nice. <laughs> I think he's going to hit me. <laughs> he looks like he's going to hit me, doesn't he? He looks like he's going to strike me. We because... can, Pete, it's just written a list of films that he likes down. <laughs> and me and you have toiled and thought, what films could we watch in I December? Well, good look, December I got, films. I got, I got, yeah, good I, December films. I yeah. got to three films and then I realised that I just fundamentally rejected the premise. <laughs> <laughs> So I wrote down. Anyway, if you're listening, down, watch a, all those films in that order. I wrote "It's a Wonderful Life." Yeah, and then I wrote "Meet Me in Saint Louis." Okay, and then I thought, "The Thing," <laughs> and then I thought, "What the fuck am I doing? Entertaining this nonsense?" What? Just, just draw, really a, mean. draw a line under it here. What? That, what that's a mean. I, I'm thinking of things to do in the show. To and chat then not about. sticking to your own rules. What were my rules? I said movies that you would like to watch at Christmas. Not movies you've seen in December. <laughs> <laughs> it can't be a list. Okay, guys, let's list all the movies I watched in December. <laughs> not movies I watched in December. They're, They're movies, movies you watched that... at Christmas time and therefore associate them with Christmas. That might be true. Did you go through the TV Times thing and circle <laughs> circle all the ones that looked like they might have boobs? They're the in ones them? that if they were on at Christmas, I'd go, yes, I'd like to watch that. But but not at any other time of the year. Yeah, not fussed. <laughs> we're not talking classics here. We're just talking things that it likes to watch. I worked hard on my list. Did you? Oh, you did a list. Oh, did yeah, go on then. Go on then. Oh, you worked hard on your list in the st- at the start of the show that we recorded last time. I was time. working on it on the way up. Mm, okay. While you were driving? Yeah. Okay, Coming up with ones in my car. What do, you, what do you got? First up, Christmas Story. Obviously. Greatest Christmas film of all time. Yeah. One of my favorite films of all okay, time. Okay. When you name your child after the lead character, you kind of have to That's pick it. has got to be. Number two, Die Hard. Okay. okay. And not, I, a Christmas, not a Christmas film. I expected... Oh, yes, it is. But anyway. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Christmas films have to have Christmas as a central premise of the film. Die Hard could take place at any time of the year. But that's why he's there. It's Christmas. It's, yeah, but it could have been there for, to celebrate Holly Gennaro's promotion. Nah, she wouldn't Couldn't have Couldn't wrap the that. guy up in, in uh, what do you call it? Christmas Iron Man lights? 3. Iron but Man that is 3? It's not a Christmas film. <laughs> oh, anything with Shane Black, written by Shane Black, Christmas movie. Well, you're not going to like my next three. <laughs> Lethal Weapon. Well, it comes next. <laughs> nice Guys. Okay. Uh-huh. The Long Kiss Goodnight. Uh-huh. Was well, it Shane Black special, is it? This yeah. Whole? Oh, okay. Groundhog Day. Okay. Okay, which is set in February. Yeah. Well, it's Christmas. It's wintry. Okay. It's wintry. And he gets like six more also, weeks. Also, that's winter. why I picked the thing. Yeah. I've got the thing is on my list as well. <laughs> oh, is it? Yeah. Right? Okay. <clears throat> um, Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. Mm. The film? Yeah. Okay. As opposed There's to the TV, TV series. series. Yeah, well, he did say film. He asked for 10 films. Yeah. So, but yeah, Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. Rocky Four. Four? <laughs> Rocky, Really? Yeah. Okay. Just because he goes and like works out in the snow. <laughs> is that one not Christmas? Um, I think Rocky Five is a Christmas. I'm not sure to be honest. And no, because no, because Rocky Four he gets the robot. He gets the robot for Christmas. He does. Paulie yeah. gets the robot for Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> L.A. Confidential. Okay, that um, actually uh-huh. is Christmassy. Yeah, and the thing. Okay. Because there's a lot of snow. I'm going to be honest here. I don't do this. <laughs> You don't like Christmas. We it's know not, that. It's not, not I don't like Christmas. You know, I, every year I watch It's a Wonderful Life. Every year I watch Die Hard. It's more just I don't I don't have this like um, 
I want to watch some cozy films at Christmas thing. I just, I just, that's why I say whenever I reject the premise, I just don't do it. You, you watch cozy films. I watch cozy films all year round. Okay. Every, like Santa, every day's Look, Christmas. Yesterday, I, let me tell you what I watched yesterday. Police Academy 2. <laughs> you started with two? I know I watched one the other day. Okay. Um, I watched, I watched a whole bunch of stuff yesterday. And that I remember too. Police Academy, I remember watching Police Academy at like, Three o'clock on a Saturday afternoon on ITV mm-hmm. when I was, I don't know, maybe eight, nine. That one, did Dan have one of the blue job like jokes that. under the desk? Blue job jokes? Yeah. <laughs> At three o'clock on ITV, they, they, they cut out the swearing, but they didn't think to cut out the guy getting sucked off under the table. <laughs> I also, they, I never understood the, the scene whenever High Targets kicked out for flipping the, for flipping the, the, the car over. over. Yeah. I never understood. What the problem was with that scene? Oh, the racism. Yeah, because yeah. ITV redubbed the words. Okay, and so he calls. So he says, "You jackanini." All oh, right, okay. And I was like, "Yeah, I that's... mean that seems like a bit of an overreaction." <laughs> <laughs> it's just a childish, yeah, nonsense name. Yeah, Hightower needs to chill the fuck out. Yeah, but then I saw it for real. Okay, is there an N bomb dropped? No, one? it's not an N bomb. No, it's a J bomb. It's a J bomb. We'll have to. Yeah, we're not ready. What's, what's the J bomb? We'll yeah. tell you later. Yeah. I don't so know what that watch, is. Go and watch Police Academy One. Jack off. Don't 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 just like don't yeah, sit, don't, don't try don't and sit guess. trying to guess racial epithets in the show. Oh. <laughs> a, anyway, okay. okay. So you watch Police Academy Two, which is <clears throat> don't tell me, don't tell me. Police Academy Two is their Rubbish. first mission, their first assignment, first assignment. Damn it! Yeah, it's not so, very good. So, so you you have the third one's good. There's no films. There's no films you would watch specifically at Christmas because no. I, 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 have, I have comfort films all year round, okay. and, I, and I just stick them. Like last night, I went to bed, and no, I didn't go to bed. I, I told Susie I was going to watch the first ten minutes of Roadhouse, and then I was up to like two o'clock watching Roadhouse <laughs> <laughs> because you can't just watch the first ten minutes of Roadhouse. Oh, I really enjoy Roadhouse. You know, that is so, a fun movie. That to me could be a Christmas movie, but yeah. it's it's just a movie I stick on. Whenever, Whenever I don't want, I don't want to engage with the film on any higher level than I'm enjoying watching this film, where I know everything happens and mm. I know all the lines, and I can kind of just mm. you know say them. Okay. So, but do you have Christmas films? Well, yeah, well I, I mean, no, 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 he doesn't. Yes, I, I don't really. You're right, I don't. I, but I was thinking we need material for the show. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I quite Let's like make the guys make an arbitrary list. <laughs> yes. What's wrong with that? If I make people do homework, they'll like me. <laughs> I thought, I like It's a Wonderful Life. I looked at the dates of shows coming out. I thought it's a good time to do a list of films. I thought you maybe guys should do a list come of, up with stuff. Maybe we should, we should do a list of Christmas films. No, that's too obvious. Let's just do a list of films. No, a list of films that made you feel like Christmassy. Goodfellas. Or, yeah. That's, that's Sleepless like, in Seattle. Yeah. Romantic, nice films with your other half to sit and watch together. No. I just don't know what, what, <laughs> what you're talking about. All right. Well, maybe it's, uh, maybe I just I'm just too lowbrow, well, well, not smart enough. Do you ever like? Does Hannah like watching romantic films with you? Hannah will fucking watch anything that is set at Christmas. <laughs> okay. Hallmark movies. <sighs> fucking Netflix bullshit. Whatever that one with Anna Kendrick that Disney Plus just threw up. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like. Anything Christmas movie related, and apparently Netflix are like 
uh, like I think this week, yeah, they're, they, them, like, they? they're getting ready to dump their their Christmas catalog. <laughs> it's usually fairly low quality stuff yeah. that they pump out. Yeah, I mean, I remember everyone getting excited. Was it last year, or the year before, with that Kurt Russell thing that came out? Oh, the Santa one. I watched that. That was good. It was not good. It was just it was adequate. I like. I, Kurt quite, I haven't watched the animated the animated Santa thing that's on there, but it looks really good. The, the, the new Klaus, one on Netflix. Yeah, it looks Klaus really one. good. Do you know what's really good? What's that? Really good. Uh, green eggs and ham. Is it really, really yeah. good? Because I, I, like, my son was watching it and going, he watched a couple of seconds of it. He was going, how are they going to, like, there's loads of stuff in this that isn't in the poem. Yeah, there it's not, it's, it's, it's like a, yeah. a, a, like a weird adaptation. The voice cast is phenomenal. Mm. Uh, is, it, is this on Netflix? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's Michael Douglas, Adam Devine, Keegan Michael Key, Alana Glazer, Diane Keaton. Uh, He's not even looking this up on IMDb. I know. Well, it's Ralphie, just, Ralphie's just coming been, to his head. Ralphie's been watching it nonstop. Like mm-hmm. for the last two days, Ugh. and he doesn't really gravitate towards new things mm-hmm. so much. He's like, I want to watch the same old just shit. in time or yeah. Transformers or whatever it is he wants to watch. And he's seen the still on the thing. He's like, Oh, uh, what's that? I said, Green eggs and ham. And he goes, Ugh, yeah, I want to watch that. <laughs> so we stuck, we stuck that on. And logic I, like, I really like it. Oh, okay. the, I, I like, I like the animation. <laughs> I think the art style is cool. Like, mm. I, I really, I'm really enjoying okay. it. It's good fun. So there's been a new streaming service launched um, yes. called BritBox. BritBox. Which I thought was the name for uh, McGabry, but it's... <laughs> Quality. Were you working on that one? Did you work Quality on that material. one? Quality material. But um, so before, just before <gasps> oh, BJ I have a joke. I have a joke. Fanny. Good God. <laughs> I have a joke. Good God. I made up a joke. Just there now in your head? No, no, uh, the other day. Oh, Christ. Uh, no, Can actually, remember, earlier on today. You, do you remember you posted a joke on Twitter that wasn't a joke? <laughs> you couldn't understand. You couldn't understand it. Because it's not a joke. It was a joke. No, it wasn't. It was, it was so meta. <laughs> didn't require laughs. No. The joke was... is, this new one that I wrote is, <laughs> it was not really a joke so much. <laughs> is, is wrote going to be a... It's less of a joke and more of, more of a, an idle thought, which is why why isn't there like... He's <laughs> cracking up, telling us already. Come on, get, oh, get to it. Go on, spit it out. Why is this look at his face? You're so annoyed with me today. It's, I feel like your blood pressure's just shot way up. No, that joke on Twitter annoyed me because <laughs> you patted yourself on the back hard for that, and that wasn't a fucking joke. <laughs> Anyway, it was, it was barely a tweet. If I were to open up a bathroom shop, I'd call it in Belfast. I'd call it Taps Off. Taps Off. It's a it's a good one. <laughs> taps Off. It's like I, money off taps, but also Taps Off because you're in Belfast. <laughs> anyway, Britbox. <laughs> so Britbox is a is a new streaming service, which is a. Co-production between ITV and BBC, and it seems to be a bit of a clearinghouse for <laughs> old stuff that they can't seem to get streamed. Shit, elsewhere. we couldn't get this on the Amazon Prime. What <laughs> yeah. the fuck are we going to do Netflix with this? Amazon didn't want these box sets. I hadn't looked at it before, but then PJ <clears throat> suggested that I should sign up for the trial to have a look at it. So we signed. That's up not for- what I said. No, well, I went to have a look at, it and they didn't show you what was on there until you signed up for it. Yeah, well. yeah, it's <laughs> Which, fucking insane. You know, imagine if Tesco did that. <laughs> do you want some stuff? We can't tell you what we have until you pay in. But, um, so we pay in, and uh, it's mostly old stuff that I think um, it's probably stuff where the license has ran out on other streaming services, mm. and they've just kind of... Yeah, how much is it? 
It's five ninety nine a month. Ugh, that's at least two pounds more than it should be. Yeah. Let's put it like this, right? Amazon streaming service, or not Amazon's Apple streaming service is four ninety nine a month, and there's like five programs. Yeah. Right. But really good quality. You can tell where the money's gone. And the equivalent at BritBox, there's like, like 70 or 80 programs for the same money. And you're like going, oh, these. They do have these, a lot of carry on movies. Yeah. It's not even the same money. It's more expensive. Is it? Oh, well, it's, a, it's a quid more expensive. Oh, right. Okay. Okay. So there is, like, there's almost the full range of carry on movies, which turn out to be a lot more racist than one remembers. That's for uh, sure. I never remember them being anything other than racist. <laughs> well, I was younger when I saw all these now, things. They do have um, an almost complete set of Powell and Pressburger movies, which is nice. That's not bad. Which, if you were going to sign up for a month and watch them all and then cancel the trial, I would suggest I mean, how long, how long is your trial? A month. You get a month free? Yeah, a month mm-hmm. for free. Oh, fuck yeah. Sign up, watch the Paul and Pressburger movies, and then just delete it. Uh, f- fill your boots on all the old uh, episodes of Only Fools and Horses. and uh, Which are listed under strange category titles rather than episode yeah. names. Well, PJ just... pointed out that um, whenever, whenever, you, whenever you scroll through the list of um, recently added stuff, there's lots of different entries for Only Fools and Horses, but he pointed out very, very, very obviously, I realised that this is just a way to bolster the catalogue. It makes it seem like there's a lot more stuff there than there really is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So maybe like there's four different, three different series of porridge, and they're kind of spread out, and it's all rather than being <clears> one <throat> heading for porridge and having three seasons in there, they've got lots of different uh, entries for the same thing. Mm. It just looked like a lot of guff whenever you were scrolling it did. through. It, like, and, uh, and there's loads of stuff right. that that um, it's I, thought, I mean, I oh, think it's I know what should be on guff, this, but it's mostly guff. Yeah, I mean, there, there's a, I, I've watched a couple. I think I watched the Carry On movie. I started watching. There's um, Morgan and White. Some Morgan and White I mean, made three films that are not very good. Nineteen eighty there. Oh yeah, yeah. There's loads of TV shows. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of like um, even recent stuff like Happy Valley's on there, but it's Happy Valley off Netflix. You know, yeah, no, if you're not, you know. So I mean, it, it might be stuff. I mean, this is Britbox initially launched in the states, didn't it? That lost yeah, their so, first. Yeah, so it might it, just be a way for it the, makes more sense to market it as BritBox in the states. Yeah, I don't know that the marketing goes over as well in Northern Ireland. No. Yeah. So I think it was a way for them to get box sets that weren't maybe licensed on Netflix in the US, but maybe had a bit of a following. Yeah, um, ba- the the the, uh, the the it was basically the box sets that they'd already remastered for DVD, but Woolies wasn't open anymore, mm. and uh, you know there's only so many of those you can sell, like a garage of Sainsbury's. So yeah, if you can remember ever going into the likes of like say Matalan or uh, <laughs> one of those shops, and there's, there's always a DVD section, and there's a lot of them that are listed as being made by ITV. Christ, yeah. there's a lot of shops that have closed. ITV yeah. DVDs, a lot of those, and the old BBC DVD stuff. Yeah. So I'm assuming Blackadder's on there, but maybe not. Yeah, Blackadder <laughs> is on there. But unusually, Blackadder, all four series is on there, because Blackadder is on Netflix as well, but not yeah. the first series okay. for some reason. Even though, the th- like, every time you look at it, it's got a different preview thumbnail on Blackadder, and it's always from the first season. But it's the one season that's not on there. Okay. So well, on Netflix, but all all four of them seem to be on on the BritBox. But yeah, I mean, there's loads. Of, I I expected the Avengers, the the British Avengers. I expected the Prisoner, um, and you know, there's a few other shows that just weren't on there at all. And it's like, why, why, why not? I think anything with a, a internationally <clears throat> sort of recognised level <clears throat> of quality or demand is probably the license no, somewhere else. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they, I I think like with Marvel, where they kind of basically got rid of the stuff worth worth money when they were selling the, te- the film rights. It was the um, Spider Man went, Fantastic Four uh, and went, the Hulk went, yeah, yeah, and, and the X Men. All, all the high demand stuff went and first. All they were left with were the shitty characters. Uh, the Captain America and Iron Man, and 
got and then they made the best of what they had. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so it's the same daylight TV, just that, and BBC have, who knows how long the licenses are out there for in perpetuity or, you know, is a possibility. Because that's certainly what Marvel did whenever they sold their licenses for, yeah. for those things. I mean, the, 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 the big stuff that PJ is talking about, like um, the Avengers and you know, the Prisoner and things like that, I mean, those are shows that are kind of perennial, um, perennial faves. Whereas I don't think Only Fools and Horses was a big hit outside of yeah. the UK. Yeah. Well. And no, the Tomorrow People, I wanted some of that. Oh. No, None of the, um, you would have maybe thought some of the Jerry Anderson things, Space 1999, things like that might have been on there as well, but they're not. Yeah, because that stuff's popular. Yeah. You know, I mean, <laughs> the, the likes of your um, your Captain Scarlet's and your Thunderbirds and stuff like that, I mean, that stuff still has license and legs and they can still flog that stuff yeah. separately. Yeah. So yeah, disappointing. I would. I mean, I, I've, I've sort of been really jonesing for old black and white movies that BBC Two would have put on in the eighties or something. And there's not an awful lot of places to find those things. Yeah, some of them are on Amazon Prime, and then some of them are on BritBox. But there's not, you know. Yeah, I would have expected like a lot of like Ealing comedies or something yeah. on there, but it, it it doesn't seem to be that. It just seems to be this is stuff we have the rights to. Let's try and get a bit of money out of it. Yeah. Well, I, I'd give what's it a not bit. a disappointing streaming service is Disney Plus. Oh, I was going to go with a different. Can I tell you the segue I was going to go with? Just for this. Talking of Brit boxes, has anyone seen The Crown? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good segue. <laughs> go anyway. Anyway. Uh, yeah, Disney Plus will work without a VPN or with a VPN now. Did you not say that last week? Yeah, but we're going to talk and we can talk about all, this, all the cool stuff that they have on there. Well, well, when we can't because people will not have seen them. Just get a fucking VPN. It's not hard. Ah. Yeah, but you also need to have a US iTunes account or some way of paying for it. Yeah, yeah it's, 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 it is hard. It is hard. It there is there hard. are hoops to jump through that you jumped through many years ago. Yeah, and now I just have to keep up the pretense. <laughs> that you live in Beverly Hills 90210. I just have to keep topping it up. But it's very good. Mm. Everything's in 4K and looks glorious. Mm. Okay. okay. So, but, yeah, but they've 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 met the promise of putting all their early stuff on there, including the stuff that's a bit dubiously racist as well. But also, uh, I don't know. I don't think. I don't think Song of the South is on there. Is it not? I no. don't think so. The Song of the South will not see the light no, of day. No, Disney have Disney have really tried hard <clears throat> to remove that from any. Thing. Mm. And Song of the South was one of my favorite films as have a you, kid. Have you ever seen there? Uh, I saw this a while ago. Somebody posted photos of early photos of uh, Walt Disney. That were around the Disney parks, all these early photos, but people had airbrushed out his cigarette that he had in his hand. So Disney, so, so he just lots the of fingers to lots of kids. So, so he's <laughs> pointing. So and apparently in the in the Tom Hanks um, Walt Disney, I think it's Mister Mr. Mr. Banks. Banks. There's an awful lot of times where Tom Hanks is Walt Disney's pointing at things with two fingers, <laughs> which is which is a kind of linked to that uh, those photos being airbrushed out. So anyway, Disney have, have always been on the ball and kind of let's airbrush out the past here, lads. Let's yeah. let's tidy this up. But I think they've put stuff on there that have gone. This is you know this is it was a different time for some of this stuff. I think. Yeah, they, they've they've added a disclaimer to the start of some films like <laughs> Dumbo uh, that say that there may be the film may contain culturally or insensitive depictions, mm. uh, which is which is, even that is a bit of a, a cop out. I start, the, I, they should just say the film contains some racist shit. Yeah, we, this film was made at a time when we were racist as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> one of the ones I can't remember what I put on yesterday just to test, but one of the warning or the disclaimers they come up at the top was like contains tobacco usage. Like, yeah, right, I mean the, okay. problem, the problem I have with that is it puts racism and tobacco usage on yeah. the same scale. <laughs> it feels like they they should be on different scales yeah. somehow. But well, I guess this is just Disney's endless quest to be family friendly no matter what. Mm. Yeah, uh, and you know, but that was always the case. It's just 
being family friendly back in the 1950s meant that you could be racist. Mm. And uh, now it's different, you know. I would like to see Song of the South again. You're a would racist. You? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> hey, can I ask you, I mean, this is apropos of nothing much, but that's a really nice little cover you've got in your controller for your Apple TV, Ron? Oh, well, well I'll share that as a pick of the week okay, then later on. Right, I, have right. exact, I, I have exactly the same one, okay, I think, well, in both green and blue. Apple TV condom. Yeah, that's nice. Who makes it? Uh, this but one this is You were talking about it the pick of the week. Don't move. talk about it now. We'll, we'll share it later. Okay, then. Um, okay, I bought some comics. Yay for comics. The, the, I haven't bought comics in ages, so let's, let's see what you've got. I bought, so our friend of the show, John McRae, who, with a bit of luck, will be here around Christmas time. I don't know if he's going to have time to pop in. Has a new comic out called Yondu. Oh, Yondu. Yondu. Do you want to have a look yeah. at Yondu? Uh, Mary Poppins. <laughs> Mary Poppins. You have the Disney connection going Bonker, again. Bonkers art from John. Um, interestingly, I think they're going to marry the, no, I'm not going to marry the characters, that's stupid, but they're going to marry the idea of modern Yondu, who's a kind of piratey kind of with a short um, thing, um, which is what's a Mohawk kind of, you know, gritty character yeah. to old Yondu, which is a pirate, you know, like a big seal effectively on his forehead. And well, yeah, it's, it's very important from a, from a cross platform point of view for Marvel to kind of have people who are coming into the comics uh, from the movies yeah. to, to have understand to have the character be the same <clears throat> or at least familiar from, yeah. from the movies you know yeah. if they're like you know there's a Yondu comic they're gonna go well I, I really want to read about the character played by Henry um, Henry Porter of a serial killer mm. so yes. so, uh, <laughs> so um, uh, yeah so they, 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 they've had to do this with a few characters which is kind of like slightly bend them to fit the MCU mm. well I, I mean the very way, lovely yeah I think the way they're doing that with this is that the Yondu from the the older Yondu that we all know from the comics with the big seal thing is a kind of priest like cast character from Yondu's past and they're somehow linked and so that those characters once travel through time to meet the other and, and he's going to go on a big mission oh, or something right. there's a be, lot of adverts is there any, uh, yeah there's a lot of adverts in comics maybe Yondu I don't know I don't know what's, what's going to happen there's certainly some forth, children in there yeah I also bought this which is Legion number one there's a lot of first issues out at the moment um, so Legion number one by Brian Sook and uh, uh, Bendis Brian is Brian Michael Bendis so no Bendis is with DC now yeah, yeah, oh it is, is DC is, oh is right, okay. DC book? I thought these were all Have a look. Yeah. it is beautiful beautiful artwork but I don't understand what's going on with Bendis oh Jordy coloured it as well oh right okay um, who, who, who the guy did the art what did he do before Ryan Sook Ryan Sook's done oh Ryan Sook yeah, yeah I've done so, yeah, Doom Patrol stuff, stuff and, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and finally as a per- I had to bought a lot of comics three comics I bought The Last God, uh, which is a DC black label comic because I'd seen some previews of the artwork and it's incredible looking. What's a black label comic? Uh, So DC's black label. Oh, fuck this. What's the matter? Is it an advert every other page? Is it Uh, no comic advert? I go from whatever the fucking page number is. So I turn the page after a a quite intense kind of battle and I open up into another comic. Yeah, which is a a comic. It's a two-page comic. Two page comic. A two, a two two page two page, two page comic, yes. which is a fucking advert for Snickers. Ah, that's near the uh, I mean, I, like I could like le- le- legitimately, I could turn the page and keep and reading, start it, read, thinking, and start reading, and think, oh, this is a flashback, or yeah, this but, is something until that, there's a fucking that Snickers tactic kind of came in in the early eighties. It seemed to work quite a lot, didn't it? Where they they hit, they hid ads in comics as yeah, ads. I, I yeah, I fucking I, pricks. <laughs> <laughs> wow, it's like he was sleeping at the early part of this recording, isn't it? Now he's really woke up and his blood's raged. I don't like this artwork. 
What? You don't like Lorraine Sook's hard work? Uh, do you know what? Uh, I like that I, you don't like it because it tells me something amazing about people, which is that no matter how good or bad you are, there will be someone who likes you or doesn't like your artwork. Like, no is it Superboy or Superman? Superboy. Superboy and Power Girl? Mm-hmm. Like, they look exactly the same. Okay. <laughs> Does Superboy have a boob window? Like, <laughs> like there's two close-ups on their faces L. on that page, and they just, they look like they are exactly the same. Okay. Yeah. And I like, like, there's no differentiation mm. between... Have the a, two different characters. Have a look at there. the Last God from DC. Okay. So I have also there. Uh, have you read any of the Green Lantern? I picked up the Green Lantern stuff that was on sale by Grant Morrison and um, oh, what's his name? Uh, Liam Liam Sharp, which is brilliant, really good fun sci-fi nonsense. Okay. Uh, um, sort of Green Lantern stuff. It's is, kind of sci-fi fantasy stuff. This is going to sound weird, but I. Very much enjoy the paper stock on this book. <laughs> That's the DC really, Black Label, really yeah, nice paper stock. Yeah, I really like high end books. It's the it's yeah. the one that mostly was famous for drawing, having Batman's cock in in a Batman. Comic. Oh, now I'm interested. Yeah, um, the, the dark <laughs> cock returns. Um, it, it, the art in this is a is a bit. It's good, but it's yeah. a bit on the photorealistic side. I don't think it's photorealistic. I think it's 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 heavily rendered. It, is it? It's heavily rendered. Yeah, yeah. Well, like uh, you know. Yeah, I, I wouldn't call that photorealistic. There's pages there that are. Or I'd say painter, there that are, It's painterly, but not not realism. But it's just gorgeous. I think. Do you mean too much photo references going on in this, this? No, no, no. I mean, I mean, like for me, that's like a painterly. That's a a piece of art. Um, and there's lots of pencil stuff going on and and color. It's just lovely. But I haven't read it, so I don't know what the hell's going on in it. But it's it it seems to be not connected to any of DC stories at all. It's just a, a kind of here's some stuff. So the black yeah. level is basically vertigo. <clears throat> it's what vertigo used to be. Uh, no, I think I think it's more like the more like well, adult stories in the Superman yeah, world. It's a bit. It's yeah. a bit like the when the Dark Knight Returns was first came out. Like it, the Max series. Well, no, no, no. When the Dark Knight Returns first came out, uh, it was in its own kind of. They called. I can't remember if they called it Maxi series or something, but it was on different paper stock, and it was considered a different. These were the premium. That was pre, uh, premium. Yeah. 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 Um, so it was, it's a bit like that, I think, but they've called it a black label. So I, I don't know why they've done that. But anyway, I picked up some comics and it's actually kind of nice to read some comics, but my eyesight's fucked and I need to put on big glasses, big boy glasses to read them. You want to get Lasix? Eye surgery? Yeah. Is that for reading or is that for distance? So you can do both. My can si- you? My, yeah, my sister got it done. <clears throat> oh, okay. Well, my eyesight's deteriorated, so, I mean, if they got it fixed, would it make it better or worse? I feel like I shouldn't do it. <laughs> If they fix my eyes, would they be worse? <laughs> what, what, what you should do is get them to fix it, but, like, fix it so that you eventually catch up to being good again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it'll be bad for about another two years, but at some point in the next two it'll years, be good again. it'll be really good, and then it'll be I've, bad again. I feel like I've got to be careful with anything involving my hand or my eyes, because yeah. that's my, tr- you know, that's... My sister, well, she used to have, she, she used to wear hers for watching TV and stuff, so she needed it for her, but it, it, it gradually, yeah, gradually, gradually got worse. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she went to get. I think because of the way they do th- operations like that, that you could, you can only cut away things, and I think that means you can only do it for distance rather than reading. Yeah, because so, I, 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 right. I, I think I, I think yeah, I remember the, somebody the, being told it's that, not an additive process. Yeah, it's, it's a you know they sh- they shave away. Yeah, to make so you see I, better. I remember Gross. somebody being told that yeah we can fix your eyesight for uh, distance, but. You'll eventually need glasses for reading anyway, even yeah. if that, that is different. So for some people, like I don't have a problem with distance at all. So that kind of surgery wouldn't be useful to me. But um, yeah, so anyway, anyway, there we go. I thought that, I thought the film thing would take up a whole show. 
<laughs> At the speed that you read your list, uh-huh. you thought that that was going to take up the whole show. Oh, I thought it. I thought, I thought Ron would Ron would fill it out. I I just I just didn't really understand what the premise what was. the premise was. But all right then, all right. So anyway, we were half an hour to go. We're going on the talk about. <laughs> That's, that's what we're saying. So Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> Do you know what? I mean, I don't know if I'll ever watch that movie. I'll be honest, but it, you know, they did a good job on the rehash Ugh, of it. I'm they, gonna have to go to the cinema to see they it. They fixed it. Well, this is what I was they wondering. Fixed it, I was so, kind of you know, looking at this, going, "Who's this for?" Because there are no children around today for whom Sonic the Hedgehog is an iconic character. Ralphie loves Sonic the Hedgehog. How? Explain to me how kids are into retro stuff. The game was available. Not a four-year-old. The yeah. game was available. The original game uh, was available on the Apple TV games oh, yeah. app store. Okay. So I have it, and it's the only game that I really downloaded onto the Apple TV. And I have one of the little what are they called? The made the for Nimbus Apple, the, Nim- ones, the Nimbus yeah. controllers. Mm. So he'll sit and play Sonic. So he knows exactly who Sonic and Mario. Or he knows Mario. Can Mario have like Mario Run and all that shit? For yeah, the Ma- Mario. Mario's kept his game up over yeah. the years, but Sonic really hasn't. Yeah. So Sonic, he he is very very aware of. I haven't shown him the trailer yet, but <laughs> well, yes, it's not coming out to next year. I don't show, need to be. If like, you show him the original trailer, he might not want to go and see it. That's one of the things. It's like you you can you completely control the flow of information to your child. Yeah. So, <laughs> He has no idea. Fr- Beyond a certain point, that's out of your hands. But he has right no now, idea that Frozen Two is coming out. <laughs> Not the first fucking there, idea. There are some things, though. The, the danger is there. Like this cuts both ways. You kind of go, "I'm going to keep this from you," but then you take him to Disneyland. And he's just going to think, "Oh, we can go to Disneyland every weekend. Yeah. That'll be great. Well, well, <laughs> Let's just go again." Out, actually, because we're coming to <clears throat> we're coming to Christmas now, and last year he kind of knew what was up, and he got to ask for something, but he was still only two, coming <clears> three. Um, now he's three coming four and he knows exactly what's up what's up yo but we don't live in a house where he has ever seen a, a television advertisement <gasps> so he has, so he has never no seen, idea he has no he has never seen a toy advert uh-huh. he has never seen he never watched youtube uh, no not really okay like if he wants to see something he'll ask me mm. to see it and i'll wait until the advert has been done and yeah. then as it's finished and then show him. You'll, you'll hold the iPad at a distance yeah. from his face. <laughs> and, and if he tries to touch... Nope, nope. I touched the screen, not he you. Has, he has his own iPad and he watches Netflix and stuff, but the, the YouTube... I don't even think the YouTube app is on there because mm. he can't spell or do any uh, of that fuck shit. Him. So like, <laughs> fuck him. Fuck him, you dickhead. You can't spell. Um, but like, so yeah, so he's never seen... We don't have That's who he doesn't find TV. out about Siri. He know, oh, he knows all about Siri. Siri, play YouTube. Siri, turn the lights on. Like, <clears throat> okay, so oh, what, it's going to be great when he goes to the other people's houses to stay. So what yeah. you're Siri, is, turn the lights on. He doesn't on. have any information Nothing. outside of what you've allowed him to have. No. Does he know what toys he wants? Yes. How? Just things that he's like. I guess we went to the Marvel Universe live, like the stage show. And he's like, thing. I want nice rink, and he's like, <laughs> no, he's seen, he's seen kids in. <clears throat> costumes okay i was like oh i really wish i had a spider-man costume or i really wish i had a thor costume so that's what he's asked for for christmas is a okay. spider-man costume and a thor costume so yeah you went to the marvel live thing yeah what was that like that was like the hammiest thing i've ever seen it was fucking amazing <laughs> so explain to me the format of it because i i kind of don't think i would enjoy it i i feel like it's probably a circus dressed up as yeah. marvel stuff yeah okay. that's exactly what it is Just so circus. it's the format Thematic circus the format is they introduce all the characters i assume <laughs> that they have that the actors that we're seeing live are stunt people. 
Well, they are stunt people, but there is also a voice cast that, that I guess is different from the, the physical actors who you are on the floor. Do you not see their mouths I, move? You don't, know. you're so far away yeah. and everything's so exaggerated and the, the the dialogue plays through the PA and none of them are ever out of breath. Yeah. Um, so. Jesus Christ. <laughs> 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 Captain America, roll up the hill. We're going to get the guys. So uh, the story starts with Gamora stealing a magic scepter. Ooh. Is this in canon? <laughs> No, because oh. well, Gamora's bad, I guess, and so she's working with Loki, and she's bad. So okay. like, um, and then uh, the it's Guardians, a what if Ron is, is it's a the Guardians if. of the Galaxy and Yondu and his pirates are looking for the scepter in one part of the universe, and the Avengers and Loki are looking for it in another part, and then at the end they all come together. I have vague memory. There was a Batman live show came to Belfast a few years ago. Yeah. And I don't think, I, I remember a lot of people making fun of it because they didn't see how it could work necessarily. Like, but but the Marvel thing feels like it could work. Yeah, like who this is for. Like Ralphie lost his fucking mind <clears throat> whenever. Because as far as he's concerned, it actually was Captain America. Yeah. yeah. But like, uh, mm. but also the stuff, Spider-Man really comes down from the rafters upside down in the little triangular leg yeah. pose that he does. Like, and he slides down a rope, and then they, you know, he 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 flips a web, and he then all of a sudden he's away. Iron Man comes in with a jet pack, and you know he doesn't see the fucking cables and yeah. all that kind of stuff. The next thing, Captain America's on a motorbike, and him and Black Widow are doing like motorbike backflips and stunts and mm. all that sort of stuff. Okay, like so he was just literally like losing it yeah. and it's it's really fun if you're if you're willing to just sit down and go with it they had these two um like this Chinese. is preposterous black widow would never do that on the back of captain america's I mean, bike I, i'm very struck for the notion that i probably wouldn't go and see actual real people who aren't being captain america and black woman doing backflips on a motorbike yeah so i you probably her, would i think you called her black woman then <laughs> i said black widow and uh, so I probably wouldn't go to this. But, but you know, they had like uh, like Chinese acrobats doing, you know, the 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 silk thing from the roof that, and the, the, they tie themselves up and then oh, they yeah, roll yeah, they yeah. roll down it and whatever. But were they doing it as part of the story? Yeah. Who, who were they? They just generic. Bad so guys. they went to uh, this is a bit of Marvel lore that I'm not really. So they went to the Arctic, but in the Arctic there is a Wakanda like hidden city. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of like Wakanda, except it looks like kind of a more Asian okay, style thing. Maybe home of the ancient one or something. I don't yeah, know, maybe I, I can't like remember. It, but so they went basically. They went to the Arctic and got into went in through into this and Shangri La. Kind of like that. Yeah. Oh yeah, because Iron Fist was there. Mm. Yeah, Iron Fist was there. Mm. He okay. turned up with his big glowing hand and was like, "The kids are like, we love Iron Fist." Woo! <laughs> um, Hang on, who was his hand glowing? I don't know, magic glove, I don't know. Was it glowing? It was glowing. Oh, sounds cool. Fist um, of Iron Fist! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to fist you! Oh, we the best bit that. about it, well, the best bit about it for me, was the tickets were 24 quid up to 32 quid, mm-hmm. which is kind of pricey, but whatever. Um, the Odyssey do a share a suite thing. I don't like sharing suites. <laughs> <laughs> where you can pay... We were able to pay 30 quid per ticket, but you got it into one of the executive boxes, which you sh- shared with 12 random people, mm-hmm. and they were the best seats in the house. You had your own little, like, living room okay, up in the box. You had your seats. You had your own private toilets. 
you had your own lift down to the merchandise section mm-hmm. and all the food shit, and they would bring food up to you if you wanted. Wow. It was fucking great. That does sound good. Yeah. That was great. Do they do that for other shows? Yep. You can do share a box, you can do share a sweet share a box, oh, whatever they call it, okay. um, for all, for basically everything that they do. Um, and But it gets more expensive the bigger and better the show is. Um, so, yeah, that was like, I, I enjoyed taking him. I enjoyed the him being there and seeing him, like, loving it. Mm-hmm. Like, indoor, like, the fireworks Hannah, going Hannah off. Hannah, not cool, no. Hannah did, yeah, Hannah brought Lena as well. Okay. And so she, and she really liked it. Like you came separately. No, no, no. Uh, we it's didn't like, share the box. They you know, went this is something I haven't experienced because I don't have kids. It's the wanting to do something because it makes somebody else happy. Or or yeah. or experience it because of your parents. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Since no one ever did that for me, you, you wouldn't do something to make Susie happy. Oh, she generally just wants me to leave her alone, <laughs> well, and, and you do leave her alone, and that makes her that happy. Makes, that makes her happy. <laughs> but you know, we're all happy. Yeah. Um. No, like I, I didn't lament being there. It was it was fun. Yeah. Um. But it's not something that I would have paid to go to with like me and Hannah on a like a night out. Yeah. Um. What I have paid for is the tickets to see Steve Martin, Martin Short. Okay. Have you? I, oh, I, yeah. I couldn't. I don't know. No, not for me. Not for me. Have you? I, I didn't. I, I think I used to really love those guys in films years and years ago, but now I just find them too. I don't know what it is about them. I just don't like them anymore. Don't like them. Don't right. like them. Don't like them. Don't know why. There we go. Just don't like them. I'd find it too kind of. Um, what's the phrase I'm looking for? The pair of them on show just a little too grating. I okay. think. Do you not think? Do you know who they are? Yeah. Okay. They were funny. Are funny. <laughs> I still find Martin Short funny. Although the most recent thing I've seen him in was The Morning Show. Was he in The Morning oh, Show? Oh yeah, I forgot he was in that. Did you see it? The yes. Bit? He was great. Yes, he's very a, good in it. As a sexual predator. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. all right then. Um, he, he has a character that I that just constantly makes me laugh. And I will watch YouTube videos all day long. And that character is Jiminy Glick. Okay, yeah. And uh, Jiminy Glick just like a film critic. Yes, he's, a, he's the he's the the, the fat suited film critic. Mm. Um, and Jiminy Glick makes me laugh a lot. Oh, okay then. Okay. And maybe Steve Martin will bring his banjo. When when is this show on? In March. In March. Well, that's yeah. quite a long way. What's the furthest you've ever booked something? Oh fuck! I booked Peter K tickets for like I booked them in like the September, and they were for the December, not of the following year, but like the year after or something like that. <laughs> And then he fucking cancelled. Wow! Like a three months after we bought them. Well, I mean, he could give us enough. He gave us enough lead time that it wasn't a big deal. Yeah, yeah. But like, yeah. In May, I'm going to go to the Odyssey to meet the Sopra- meet the Sopranos. Oh, oh yeah, yes, I'm going with right. you. That's why he's going with me. Yeah. Okay. Then. Yeah, we're doing stuff together without you. Well, that's fine. That's fine. Who are we meeting? Um, the Sopranos. It's going to be uh, Bobby Bacala. Bobby okay. Bacala. Uh, big pussy. Yeah. Big Pussy Bumpensero. And Chrissy Maltesandy. And what are their real names? Uh, um, Michael Imperioli. Michael Imperioli. Uh, Steve, what's the Steve Shripa? Yeah. Steve Shripa is uh, Bobby Bacala. Bobby Bacala. And, and um, Big Pussy what, is... What's his um, name? Vincent Pastorio? Pa- uh, yeah, Pastorio, yeah. Yeah. So, I basically got my... Well, I've basically blagged my way into a meet and greet with them beforehand. <laughs> And then there's like a, a, a Q&A thing in the Odyssey. A bit of a weird one. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, is, I mean, the fact the fact that it's in the Odyssey is definitely. I'm hoping it sells well because last week it was announced that uh, an evening with Steven Seagal in the Europa Hotel was cancelled. So- it was cancelled. I didn't even know about it. Holy shit! I would have went to that in a fucking heartbeat. He carries a gun. That's why it was cancelled. Shit could pop off at any moment. <clears throat> He's hard oh to man! How did I not hear about that? Well, maybe if you'd bought some tickets. Fuck! People need to be better about telling me shit. <laughs> you look that up now. Yeah. No, when it's been cancelled. It's been cancelled, yeah. Uh, and wh- how did you hear about it? About Steven Seagal? Yeah, yeah. Uh, a friend of mine was a promoter. Okay. And, and I guess if, no one was if interested. If your friend the promoter's way of promoting the shows is to tell only his friends, <laughs> I think I see well, a problem. I, I assume he told more people than just me. I mean, it, but, you know, I happen to see it Ron, because he's Ron, the there's a thing happening. Don't tell anyone. It's just between us. <laughs> I mean, I, I thought it was mostly a joke, you know. <laughs> All events have been cancelled by Steven Seagal's team for the UK and full refunds are being organised. <coughs> Holy shit, he's cancelled like his full UK tour. Brexit. It wasn't just like they were selling badly here, they were selling badly everywhere. Why, what would what would you go and see Steven Seagal do? What does he do? Does he do karate? Well, he doesn't do does anything Because he, no. he doesn't do, he do anything. But like, just to he see him stand like he has there? like women who dress him and stuff. He's super fucking weird. <laughs> oh, I would have loved to have went to is that. that. Is that why you want to see him? Because he's super weird. Yeah. Like, have you ever seen the TV show we had when he was like, it was a sheriff? Yeah, but I feel like, like a real, like a real sheriff. Yeah, but but like, and there were people who were arrested, and they were like, "Are you Steven Seagal?" <laughs> he's like, "Yeah, yeah, I'm arresting you." And there's like, "Okay, you're under arrest." <laughs> um, okay, but. Does he know he's weird? Is it? I, I mean, mean, no. I think he thinks he's like hot shit. So when he does a tour, has he got like a whole thing that he does? Do you think, or is he? Does he wear the the Japanese yeah. like, kimono? Yeah, kimono all the I, time? I'm pretty sure in the poster that I just looked at, he was wearing one of those. <laughs> they are problematic. <laughs> oh no, he's not. He's more. I mean, this picture is from a long time ago. He doesn't look like that anymore. He's wearing a black leather jacket, a black turtleneck, and a black scarf. Wow. Ugh. I would have, re- I would have went to see that in a heartbeat. I feel like that's cruel. I feel like that's like if somebody is really, if you're just going to see, look, come and look at the freak. Come and look at the freak show. Yeah, <laughs> how is that different than going to see the Elephant Man and because and the Elephant Man's not putting on his own show. Yeah, the <laughs> Elephant Man was being forced. Steven Seagal's like, people want to come. Yeah, and but see but me. he thinks people want to come and see him because he's a kick-ass karate dude, and they're all coming to laugh at the freak. Just keep asking him why he backed out of his fight with Jean Claude Van Damme. <laughs> I mean, a lot of Why the times all the film these, titles have three words. A lot of the time, these these Q and A things are with people who are either very much aware of their own public persona, <clears> or that they're promote something. Or, and I I saw this even with Steven Seagal list, and I was just like, it's just going to be people sitting there giggling, <laughs> just sniggering the entire time. Because there's a couple, like there's three in the UK over the next year, I think. That are happening. None of them are coming here, I don't think. But there's an evening with Arnold Schwarzenegger, uh, Sylvester Stallone, and Mel Gibson. They would, okay. are all I doing mean, Ar- Ar- Arnie, Arnie is completely and utterly self-aware. Yes, yeah. he'd be. Yeah, good. he was on Graham Norton the other week. He's very, very good. He's um, very good. I would go to see Mel Gibson as well. Sylvester Stallone. Would you? Would don't... you bring your own clan outfit or? <laughs> Mel, Mel Gibson would be interesting just because you don't know what he's going to say. Yeah. Sylvester Stallone, I feel like, is kind of heading into Steven Seagal territory, and then he takes himself far too seriously. Mm. Yeah, 
And he I, was like, I don't think I could listen to him mumble the whole way and through. And I don't think he understands why things that he does are popular. Which ex- you know, Nobody you. understands why things that he does are popular. I mean, I can tell you why Rambo wasn't popular. Why? <laughs> the worst fucking film I've ever seen. You know, it's like, it's like people like Stallone, they, they make, you know, umpteen movies in their lives and they can't, and they can't peg why one film is good and one film is bad. And other people can look at them and go, well, this one had a good script. This one had a proper, mm. this one was shot well. But they can't see it themselves. Yeah. They, they, no, Stallone is wondering why Escape Plan 3 was straight to DVD. <laughs> Escape Plan 1 was okay. Yeah. Why didn't you get a release? <laughs> That's a that, was good. Yeah, that was that good. That was good. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, I mean, um, it sounded good in my cans here. It's like, <laughs> um, yeah, I'd go. Yeah, I'd, I'd maybe, yeah, maybe not Sylvester Stallone. I just don't think that he has the same kind of stories that the other guys would have. I doubt that Mel Gibson would tell the stories anyone wants to hear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's like, well, tell us about sugar tits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I, I think of those ones. The one that would be the best would be Arnie. Of course, yeah. Uh, um, has any uh, has anyone seen the Terminator movie? Did we yeah, talk about yeah, that? Yeah. We, we saw yeah, it. Yeah. Did we talk about that? Um, I think we did. I think you know Scott and I both enjoyed it, and yeah. uh, it's know, a very very enjoyable and, and film. No other critics appear to. Have. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, and I don't think it's done particularly well money wise. No, I, I hadn't realized that it was out here a, a week before it was out in the states. Yeah. So you know, I was raving about it and how, how much I enjoyed it, and then a week later. Because I was like, why is no one talking about this on Twitter? <laughs> and then a week later, all of a sudden, uh, all these reviews landed on Twitter going like, what a pile of shit! Yeah. <laughs> Oof. And I was, I was, I was kind of I am, shocked. Like, I am pretty shocked that, 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 that it's not going down so well, because it kind of has... Terminator, good Christmas movie. The first Terminator? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would, I would have kind of gone with Terminator 2 as a good Christmas movie. Oh, yeah, movie. yeah, Terminator yeah. 2, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't really understand. Like, the film is, it is by no means a bad film. No, I, I would agree. I think it's a... And it's I, certainly it's, it's, the it's best a, of all of the, the the sequels. It's a fun romp. Um, Yeah, terrific performances. Linda Hamilton is fantastic. I, I do kind of find myself wondering just how much Sarah Connor is just Linda Hamilton. Though. At yeah, this point. At this yeah. point. Yeah. I mean, because she, she started as a very different character, so she couldn't have been the same person. Unless James Cameron changed. abused her for years. Well, that could be. That's, yeah, she that's actually, that, that hospital she breaks out of is one that she's been in. <laughs> yeah. So let's go to Picks of the Week. Okay, do you have one? Well, I, I kind of had two, uh, and one of them, Ooh, is, one of them is a prospective one that I don't know how this is going to pan out. Okay. Um, but Mike Berbiglia has a new show that came Who? out. Ooh. Mike Berbiglia, who is one of my favorites, he's not even really a stand-up. No, he does like a, it's, it's more of a, like a one-man. He's show. more like a monologist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So he has a new show on Netflix, which which will have come out, I think, this weekend. Mm-hmm. That this episode comes out, which is called the new one. It's been getting rave reviews. It's been he's been kind of performing it in LA for the last, I think, three or four months. And the Netflix special is coming out, and I cannot wait to see it because every single show he's ever done has made me feel things mm. and uh, think things that I haven't really um, considered. And I, I think he's should like, I be feeling this? <laughs> well, <laughs> is that the way you, you know? Been- I, I really like Mike Birbiglia. I will, if he's on a podcast, I will immediately listen to it. Yeah, and I haven't seen any of his stuff. Well, I haven't seen Sleepwalk with Me. Sleepwalk with Me is fantastic, and my girlfriend's boyfriend is is incredible. I think my girlfriend's boyfriend is my favorite thing he's done. I, I just really can't wait to see this brand new show. Okay. But I'm also going to recommend 
this da, da, little. Uh, if you have an Apple TV, you'll know that one of the main problems with the Apple TV is how slippy and hard to hold on to the remote is. And tiny, it's bloody tiny. It, it, it's it's basically it's my problem is it falling down the cracks in the sofa. Yeah, yeah. that's I mean, my biggest problem. My, yes, that that has happened on this sofa, and this sofa is a bitch of a weight to lift. Yeah. So if it goes down there, you, you're basically on your own until someone comes home to <laughs> help you lift it. Um, so this is just a little rubberized um, case for it. Um, and it sort of adds a bit of colour and weight and uh, grippability to the, yes, the Apple TV. Yes, very nice. It also orients you with it. Mm. So you know which oh, end yeah, is... Oh, yeah, it's very easy to get it upside down. That, the you, Apple you know which controller. end is upside down because because Johnny Ive has made sure that this thing is symmetrical. Mm. So you, you honestly can't tell which way is up until you try to click on it and then you realise that you're a, you've stopped something or paused yeah. something. So so this was maybe like a fiver and it, it does a great job. It does a very, a very singular job and then yeah. it makes the, the remote... Um, easier to work with. You know, I was just thinking, putting some Velcro on the back of an Apple TV controller would be a good idea. Just a bit of Velcro. Velcro, it'll stick to anything. Then. I've done that with remotes in the past. Um, but you, Hold on. What do you think Velcro does? Sticks to fabric. Depends on the kind of fabric. I mean, no, it, no, it has to be the other, the other side of the no, Velcro. No, no, it doesn't. Yes. No, it doesn't. It kind of does. For no, the no the, the it helps. Bit. Right. So Velcro is made up of two halves. One half are, are made of plastic, hard plastic hooks. Yeah, and the other right? half the are half made is of very hoops. tight. Like no, 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 not hoops. It's like a curly mess of things, right? So any fabric that's a bit of a curly mess, the Velcro. Can yeah, like like itself. Ron's leather sofa. Velcro is a portmanteau of velour and crochet, uh-huh. and velour being the the fabricy bit, and crochet being the hooks. Okay, so that is the that's where the word comes from. But um, yeah, <laughs> you, you need you need to have the the the. the the velour for the crochet okay, to work. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, but uh, so how did you use it in the past? You put Velcro on? I used to stick a bit of Velcro to the wall, like okay. I have done with this remote here. Okay. And uh, stick the thing straight to the wall. Yeah. But you use both sides of the Velcro. Oh, yeah. Otherwise, you just look like a fool. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to stick a, a bit of Velcro to a, a painted wall. <laughs> put on fabric, on, on a blanket and stuff. Anyway. On a blanket? <laughs> Where's the remote? I don't know. Where's the blanket? <laughs> it's wherever the blanket is. <laughs> you, you guys are mean to me. <laughs> anyway. See me going it. off to work on the remote stuck to my back. <laughs> Have you got a pick of the week? Yeah, Velcro. Fuck you. Um, I had a pick of the week. Do you and then I'll come All back. All right. I've watched the, some of the episodes of The Crown, which okay, was good. Okay, so yeah, I... I I kind of lost my way halfway through the second series mm. of The Crown, and I keep meaning to go back to it because I do enjoy it. I love mm. the first series. So is the third series as good? Yeah, yeah, it might be better because Olivia Coleman's great. See, I love Olivia Coleman. Yeah, she is great. Is this the season with Gillian Anderson in it? She might be. You know, I've only watched the first three or She's four playing episodes. Thatcher, isn't She's playing Thatcher. Oh, yeah, then I haven't got to her yet. Oh, right, so, but it is this season. Yeah, it's Sexy Thatcher's going to be a weird. I know, this is going to be a really, really complicated wank. <laughs> <laughs> I am going to have some feelings about this. <laughs> Here comes Maggie. <laughs> um, Olivia Coleman's great on it. There's a, there's a great scene where, um, uh, uh, what do you call it? Princess Margaret has met the American president and has got sort of drunk with him. And it, this is all being relayed to Is this Olivia. JFK? Uh, no, no, this is after, this is Johnson. And then Johnson, Johnson. Okay. Uh, And this is all being relayed to... Uh, Olivia Coleman by the Prime oh, Minister. The, the Queen, as you can call the Queen, her. The uh, Queen. By the Prime Minister, who is, I can't remember who's playing him, but he's great. And um, he's he's basically saying, well, look, um, this is what happened. So she started 
talking about uh, JFK and how terrible he was. And she's like, oh no, she's supposed to be performing this diplomatic mission to get a load of money off America. She says, and, and worse than that, and, and details all of it. And, and then he goes, and, at, and towards the end of the evening, they started sharing limericks. And she goes, well, tell me some <laughs> of these limericks. And he's going, uh, and then he starts telling some of these, and they're like, you know, the couple of them are quite filthy. Old man from Nantucket, yeah, that kind, of, that kind of thing. And they're 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 quite filthy. And Olivia Coleman's face is just this kind of <gasps> just horrified look. It's brilliant. It's really funny. So could I? I don't have to watch the previous seasons. I can just jump into season three. You could. I mean, I think the first season is actually really good. Um, it's not because I, I think they're bad. It's just like this is the this is an no, era just, of no, politics the, that, like the that very, I'm interested the in. Very the very first episode has a very clear that was that was that season. This is this season. Previously there's a, there's a, on the Queen. No, no. What it does is it's basically Olivia Coleman. It's 1963 or something. So it's a few years after that. And they they're they're stand, she stood in front of two stamps and the stamps are representing two years of the Queen and they have the um uh what's her name? Claire uh the the previous actress. Oh Claire Foy. Claire Foy uh, on the stamp of the Queen as the younger Queen and then uh, her on the other other one. They're basically they're going, Yes, well, you know, uh, the post office have agreed that this new portrait of your majesty, uh no longer the young girl and now uh, he's going just old old woman. He's going. Well, I mean, uh, we're and and it's very clear that was that was that series, and this is this is a whole different okay thing. Does it feel the same, or does it feel like a different series? A different no, show? I think. I mean, I think it feels the same just by nature of the same characters. There, the actors are different, and and there's a kind of where you go. None of these people look like the other actors, but they also look. You know, they look as much like the people they're playing as the other ones look like the people they're playing. Yeah. And there's a couple of points where you kind of, you feel someone's accent is a little bit um, plummy, plummier than it should be. Or it's a little bit kind of, it's like, or are they, is that what they actually talk like? Or is that them doing how that person would talk? So there's a few bits like that. But it's like, and each episode does this thing where it kind of, it, it talk, uh, uh, Churchill's in the first episode very briefly. Um and it's a good top and tail to, to that arc uh, with with Churchill in it. But it doesn't, I think you could watch it without knowing anything about the previous ones. I yeah. mean, it's a different, it's a different beast. Um, I mean, as much as watching the first episode, you didn't need to watch every documentary about the Queen or about, you know, the royal family up to that point. So I think it, it does a good job of laying Yeah, but John Lithgow played Churchill in the yeah. in the early seasons. He, he plays Churchill in this one. Oh, does he as well? Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. okay. So, I mean, John Lithgow as Churchill is. Well, I'll tell you what. Clancy Brown as Lyndon Johnson. Oh, I love Clancy Brown. Okay. Uh, yeah, I knew you would. Love I, knew Clancy Brown. I knew that would get you. Now, one, yeah. of the, one of the things I remember whenever, whenever the crown launched was a lot of people were refusing to watch it because they said that they weren't monarchists. Yeah. Which uh, I thought was a really I, weird attitude to I, take. I, I'll be, I started watching it. I started thinking. I'm not pro dragon, but I watched Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching it. I was thinking, do I want to watch a program about the Queen or would I rather watch a program about Nye Bevan and the struggles of, you know, bringing up the NHS and stuff? And I was thinking, oh, it's a bit. It's just I, I don't know it feels but it's a good show regardless of that i think the struggle is that these are real people these are real incidents and stuff and and yeah but it's also of, it's also a soup opera mm, of mm, sorts you yeah, know it's yeah. a it's a very glossy expensive there, there is, soup there is, opera. i think it's the third or fourth episode where there's a real life incident that happens um and i was kind of watching it and it is an awful awful tragedy that that happens um sort of welsh mining village where um oh the 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 the, the avalanche yeah, 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 and it and it's. I mean, it's really well handled, and it's. Uh, but it, at the same time, you're kind of left going, "Shit, that was a real thing that really happened." Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's just. 
But it's very good. Yeah, so I'd recommend that. I mean, I fell in love with the show in the first series whenever the, the episode where the coronation happens mm. because all that stuff is kind of kept away from the public. Mm. So it was, an, it was an honest attempt to try and depict what it's like to be, to have a coronation from the point of view of the person being coronated. Yeah, yeah. And I... Crowned. Well, yeah, crowned, <laughs> yes. Uh, if you will. <laughs> if, if we're speaking, if we're speaking the Queen's. Coronated is something that happens to chicken. Chicken, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I just, I, I love anything that delves into, like, the... Uh, the lore and arcana of of, of mm. a subject, and the British royal family has, has as much lore and arcana about it as anything else. Yeah, the the, the difficulty is is knowing what you know. At what point is it fiction, and at what point is well, it fact? You the know, problem, there, the, well, the thing with the Queen with with the, with that stuff though is that it's it's all documented. Mm. You know, I mean, you know, the the processes of, of how, how royal but, stuff is done. But, but is, there's stuff. There's conversations that happen. There's things, yeah. moments that turn, and you kind of go, "Is this, you know, is this a kind of fictionalized version of? Is this what the writers imagined would have happened that would make sense of well, the yeah, actual I mean, events?" A lot of the times, they're, they're basing things off, you know, maybe one quote that's been taken out, like the the famous quote about. Um, where Prince Philip said that I, you know, I'm the only man in England who isn't allowed to give his children his, his own surname. You know, mm. I've got less rights than a bloody amoeba, mm. and and they kind of extrapolate a character out of that. Yeah. Too. Also, I'm pretty sure if he said that, he didn't say amoeba. He probably used a racist epithet. <laughs> but uh, I, I think it's a really well put together show. And uh, what's the name of the guy who writes that? It's um, it's oh, Peter Peter is it Peter Travers. Is that the? I don't know. I remember getting oh, it wrong. Is it? No, I don't know. It's the guy who wrote The Queen mm-hmm. and uh, and a few other shows like that. You know, I, I've always been a fan of... Real the, fetish for royalty then. Well, he also wrote things like, I think, Frost Nixon. And, yeah. uh, you know, he's he's got a fetish for depictions of real people. Yeah, you know, real and things. I, and, you know, I, I just really enjoyed it, you know. Mm. So, yeah. That, it's good. It. It's good. It's good. You don't have to finish the last one to start watching this one either. You could probably just pick this I, one up. I will, I will get back to it. Just, other yeah. stuff just came in the way and I kind of forgot about it, so... I have two, actually. <coughs> of course. Do, yeah, because I do, actually. I, I forgot about them. Next week, when you're listening to this, uh, a film called Ordinary Love is coming out. Uh, I was at a screening Ron? of it. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Um, <laughs> last week, I did a little little bit of work on it. Um, it was made by, directed by Glenn Laburn and Lisa Barros de Sa, who did Cherry Bomb and Good Vibrations. Um written by Owen McCafferty, famous playwright from from Belfast. Mm-hmm. Um, David Holmes produced and did the soundtrack. Um, and it's really, it's really, really lovely. Um, Liam Neeson and Leslie Manville are the two leads. And Oh, with your voice right now in this music, it's getting me so aroused. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, yeah, you should probably go and see it because I think it's going to be, hopefully... What's the what's the theme? What's 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 it about? Leslie Manville is a woman who is trying to deal with the fact that um, she has been diagnosed with cancer in later life. Oh, this music seems totally wrong for this. Yeah, (laughs) I've got got a sexy shadow bed on here. (laughs) Um, And Liam Neeson is her husband. Um, and it's, ju- it's literally just about them kind that of sexy shot day bed makes all the sense now don't worry yeah. <laughs> um, it's it's probably the most believable couple that I've ever seen okay on screen I don't rem- I, 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 I could be wrong and I just I can't remember but I don't remember seeing a couple that I believed more were in a relationship okay than these two like Jim and Pam is probably up there 
Um, I remember being not that I found out, but like I, I always in real life, I want John Krasinski to be um, to be with. Uh, Jenna Fisher, Je- uh, Jenna Fisher, yeah. A- Emily Blunt, I know something to say. About yeah, that. I know, I know. Um, but that th- their their relationship is is terrific and wonderfully played. Um, so that's my that's my first pick of the week. It doesn't sound like a laugh riot. No, it's is not. It, it's not a laugh no. riot. Sounds, I mean, it is. It is funny. It yeah, sounds, I will say that there it is. There, sad. there are there are oh, very sad, eh? very funny lines sad, eh? in it. Um, but no, it's not. It's definitely not a comedy. Okay then. Um, so that's one pick. That's one pick. My other pick. Um, Kill the bed. Oh yeah, hang on. <laughs> that was shoddy. Shut up in your face. What else? Do you got My other this? pick. Uh, I just finished working with a guy who was a DP on a documentary that I did, a feature doc, um, who kind of got me excited about photography again. Um, just kind of for, after spending a couple of days with him and seeing what he was kind of up to and what he was able to do. Um, so I kind of sought out some YouTube videos, some YouTube <clears throat> tutorials and things, and I found this guy, Sean Tucker, okay, uh, who's a photographer and just puts up these really thoughtful and in-depth kind of video essays about the work that he does and about photography in general. Um, and he has great music choices and he's a great way of speaking and a great presence on screen he was i mean i think he's already like ridiculously famous so i'm probably very very late to the party but i've really really enjoyed his um his video essays on like he does one on composition and um and using light and shadow and all that kind of stuff he's very very interesting Okay. So Sean Tucker. I too right. am going to try and get more into photography again over the next year. Yeah. Uh, spending money Is this on like it. whenever you bought that big pop music thing? <laughs> big poppy music? That's 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 off of someone now who knows how to be pop. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I have uh, spent money on a couple of uh, decent lenses and I'm just going to try and get out and do a bit more. I don't really do landscape stuff, but I'm kind of more into just kind of shots of cities and people in cities. Yeah. That's kind it's of very cold to be going out and taking photos. Well, yeah, but I'll be warm. warm. It looks nice. Uh, <laughs> as I get older, I'm thinking. We should together. As I get older, I'm thinking. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking there are more things I should drop out of my life instead of picking up things. I should just cut things out. <laughs> and there's a hobby that I don't need. I'll, I'll stop doing that. I'm going to stop eating. What hobby do you have? I don't have any hobbies of course anymore. You don't. This is the one. This is. Yeah, this-, <laughs> this is. This is. This is partly a job, partly a hobby. Anyway, anyway, this has been yet another episode of Southside Podcast. Thanks to Show. our patrons. Thanks to our patrons. You know who you are. Uh, maybe you don't. but uh, <laughs> You know who you are because we never tell you. But yeah, you, you can support the show. We'll definitely give a shout out next time. Oh, to, to everyone? To everyone, yeah. Okay. I mean, that's not going to take shout out. I bet, it will, I bet it'll actually be quicker than PJ's list. <laughs> <laughs> Look, the patrons are highly valued part of the show. Um, and they they often do throw us up ideas for shows during in the Discord server, and sometimes they just complain about stuff they don't like. Yeah, don't you, Andrew? Don't you, Andrew? Perfectly fine. <laughs> if you sign up to Patreon, you can come into our private chat rooms. ASL. 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 What's that yeah. mean? It's sex, sex location. location. Oh right, okay. Yeah. But yeah, so you can you can join the Patreon at uh, patreon.com dot slash Sunnyside Podcast. And it's not going to cost you much, really. Uh, I think, honestly, the sense of well-being you will derive from being a part of it will more than outweigh the, the few butt dollars you throw our way each month. This was an hour and seven minutes you got for free, you fucking freeloaders. Yeah. 
I, um, I, I wouldn't so, have called it great value for money, but <laughs> you know, I, I'm here with the soft sell. Scott's just here to good make, cop. You, make you He's feel good bad cop, about bad cop in that yeah. shit. <laughs> anyway, we'll see you next time. I've been Ron. I've been PJ. Scott. Bye. Bye.